You're listening to a three-part series titled Worship Is by Mary Jean Powers. In part one of this series, Mary Jean explores how worship is loving the Word of God. For more information and audio content, visit www.getthewordout.cc. Worship is loving the Word of God. Of all the things I've learned about worship through the years, this is certainly one of the most profound. To spend time in the Word is to spend time with Jesus, who is the Word. One expression of worshiping God is loving His Word. What I mean by loving His Word is this head-over-heels, passionate, heart-pounding, gut-wrenching, all-consuming, hysterical delight in God's Word, the Bible. Sound extreme? Too emotional? Not enough academia? Well, not if you understand who the Word is. Who the Word is? Don't you mean what the Word is? No, not at all. The Word of God, the living Logos, became flesh, remember? Listen to John 1, 1 and verse 14 from the Message Translation. The Word was first. The Word present to God, God present to the Word. The Word was God, in readiness for God from day one. The Word became flesh and blood and moved into the neighborhood. We saw the glory with our own eyes the one-of-a-kind glory, like father, like son, generous inside and out, true from start to finish. Yeah, I'm in love. Doesn't that sound like someone with whom you'd likely fall in love? Someone generous, true, ready, at home with God, present, honorable, Yes, to spend time in the Word is to spend time with Jesus, who is the Word. New Testament worship has been described as leaning forward to kiss Him. We find such intimate words in our holy book, so deeply intimate that we are compelled to read them over and over again. We're passionately driven to replay His words in our minds, to talk about them, to ask Him questions, even to copy them, to sing them back to him, to hide them in the innermost places of our hearts. The more we consume his words, the closer we can be to his heart. Matthew 12, verse 34 says, Out of the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. The abundance of perfect love in God's heart overflows to the words of his mouth, the Bible. In his word, God pours out his heart to us. He talks and talks and talks. Actually, did you know that the phrase God said is repeated more than any other phrase in the Bible? Over 2,000 times. We worship a God who speaks. This is what I'm trying to say. God wants us to know him, so he talks. He reveals himself. We talk to him through this thing called prayer, but the primary, though not exclusive way, he talks to us 
is through his word, by his spirit. When we read and meditate on God's words, we are listening to him talk to us. To love his word is to love his heart. To honor his word, to respect and obey it, is to honor his heart. To believe his word is to trust his heart. To speak his word is to represent his heart. Doesn't this sound like a lifestyle of worship to you? You know, they say that you become like the people you hang out with. Have you ever noticed how easy it is to pick up new phrases? Most kids I know use the word like a lot. Like every other word they like say. They don't even know they like use it like all the time, but like they do. It's easy to make new verbal habits when you hang out with people who use them often. I love God and I want to be like him. I want to talk like he talks. I want to sing like him, to think like him. I want to act like him. I want my heart to be like his. I want to laugh at what makes him laugh and cry over what breaks his heart. I want to understand the inflections in his voice, the tones and nuances. I want to know what really gets him stirred up, what makes him cry, what makes him angry. I find all these things in his word. It's there that God talks about what he thinks and what he feels and the decisions he makes. The more I listen to him in his word, the more I think and talk and act like he does. Time in the word is time with him. If I spend time with him, I'll become more like him. Worship has generically been defined as a correct response to God. So to worship him correctly, we must also respond to his word correctly. God and his word are one. I cannot separate God from his word any more than I can separate you from your words. For example, there are days when I'm on my way to do something, maybe even something for Jesus, and I glance over at my table and I see my Bible there. I can almost hear him calling my name, but I think, I'll read later. Of course, I'd never say, I'll spend time with you later. Because to read is to do an activity about him rather than to be with him, right? Oh. What God is really asking me to do is to come be with him, to listen to him as he speaks to me through his word. I say, I'll read later. But of course, later never comes. I'll never forget the day that same scenario repeated itself again, and I sensed him saying, your attitude toward my word is your attitude toward me. And I did have an attitude, one of not wanting to take time to sit and just be with him and listen to what he had to say to me in that moment. And after listening, to talk with him about what he said. To worship him then is to respond correctly. To worship him is to respond personally, relationally to his word, which is the overflow of his heart. 
to worship him then is to respond correctly to his word, to him. So part of worship is loving and responding to the God of the word, the author himself. This concludes part one of the Worship Is series. Join us for part two as Mary Jean explores how worship is fearing God. Thank you.